in order to avoid a lifestyle creep, you gotta avoid impulse buys. Them Jays, I bought an impulse. Bro, Jays is not a lifestyle creep. Jays is not lifestyle creep. But in order to avoid lifestyle creep, we all have to sit and soak in on our decisions and just ensure that the purchases that we're making, like you with the Rolex, right? You want the Rolex. Mm -hmm. Or do you want the Rolex to stone on other people? 1000%. If you want the Rolex to stone on other people, it's bullshit. Stack my money up like Lego. Bad me when I say so. Pull up in the spotlight. Pull up in the drive. What up, world? It's your boy Brandon Copeland, aka Professor Copeland. I'm here with my dog, Ross Mack. Ross, how you living, baby? How you doing? I ain't gonna hold you, man. I'm living amazing. I'm living fabulous, right? Still okay. ghetto fabulous. Still hood rich, and I love it. Family hey. good, kids straight. You know you did. How you? Mm, that's what I love to hear. Family good, kids straight. Hey man, I heard something the other day. I'm active. I'm not busy. I'm not busy. I'm active. One thousand. One thousand percent. I love it, man. So I, I want to dive into something, man. I learned about a term a while ago. Uh, Ethan, shout out to E. Ethan. We were preparing for a class, and he put in lifestyle creep, and I'm like, who the, who the fuck is this? Who's the creep, <laughs> motherfucker? What are you talking about? Right? Lifestyle, lifestyle creep. creep. I had to Google it, man. I had to Google it. Sometimes so you, you gotta go use there. Your I, I didn't stuff. even think about like a, in a weird way, like, oh, you a creep. I li I listen to lifestyle creep. I think a a, a, a TLC. So I creep, yeah. yeah. Keep yeah. it on yeah. the yeah. down low. So in my head, I think you cheating on something. You know what I mean? Oh man, I, hey, who the fuck? Who's a lifestyle creep around this mud? So I I Google it, man. Google University, and uh, you know it, it talks about how. A lifestyle creep is allowing your expenses and your cost of living to continue to increase or creep up as you continue to make more money, right? Ultimately, potentially derailing and defeating the purpose of increasing your income and creating a bigger amount, uh, a surplus amount of cash that you can invest with, pay down debt, build your emergency fund, Fund your kids, five twenty nine, whatever it is you may have, pay for vacation, whatever it is, right? So, thinking about it, you know, I was contemplating to myself this offseason. I'm like, hold up, whoa, 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 you know, I'm lifestyle creep. I gotta look, gotta look around. Am, am I, am I falling victim to this lifestyle creep? Hold on, am I purchasing things more? Am I, am I acting out of character for myself, right? And it sent me down a wormhole that I want to have a conversation with you about is like, okay, what is the difference between a lifestyle creep? First and foremost, getting your take on lifestyle creep. But but now let's have a conversation about how do you avoid the lifestyle creep, not quote unquote change, but evolve and still enjoy the fruits of your labor, right? Like I ain't working this hard to stay the 22 year old Brandon Copeland, right? Like I'm working this hard so that I can have X, Y, and Z, the things that I'm actually actively working towards. Right. So let, let, let's just kick it, kick the ball off right there, man. What do you think about lifestyle creep? And um, yeah, how do you avoid it? Or do you think it should be avoided? Uh, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? So look, I ain't gonna hold you nephew. This is the first time I've ever heard the phrase lifestyle creep. So I had to Google it. Then I did it, said, all right, let me look at it on Investopedia. 
So mm-hmm. lifestyle creep occurs when an individual's standard of living improves as his discretionary income rises and former luxuries now become new necessities. So the rise mm-hmm. in discretionary income can happen either through increase in income or decrease in costs, right? And so in other words, to me, what it sounds like is, look, as you're making more money, the things that you once used to consider a luxury is now a necessity, Right. As I'm making more money, like, okay, every once in a blue moon, me and the homies go out, grab a table, right? But now it's like, shit, this shit easy. I might grab a table every weekend, right? And so to that degree, it's a phenomenon, especially for a motherfucker like you in the sports world. We're going to get right back into the conversation. But before we do, make sure you follow Money Music Culture and check us out at life101.io. Now, let's dive back into the convo. Because if you are a person that's 19, 20, go to the league, and you used to living in the hood, you know what I'm saying? Parents, you know, could be, you know, middle middle income, you know, middle class, lower class, whatever. The moment you become a millionaire, you instantly feel as though you made it. And as a result, you want to spend, because in our community, right, we spend as a way of wanting to fit in, right? One of the things, I saw a study that says black people outspend other race groups. And the reason we outspend other race groups is because we want to, we care more about our appearance. We want to look like we got money as opposed to having it. So we will outspend other income groups at a disproportionate rate, right? This is an actual Nielsen report, bro. Real statistics are showing that we will try to spend more on luxury goods to act and look like we rich, largely because we come from impoverished communities. And this is, you know, what the America is about, right? Capitalism. We want to show that we got money, right? And they show, you know, the 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 sign about made it to go buy a Mercedes or a BMW, right? And so when you start thinking about lifestyle creep, I'm not gonna hold you. I I'm a victim of it, right? But I think there is a actual moment. There's not an actual scientific moment. There's not a blueprint to saying, okay, this is when I should be able to ball out, right? Because in various instances, no matter what the case is, tomorrow's not promised, as well as job security is not promised, right? So as an athlete, ain't no telling. You could blow your, you know, blow your knee out like uh Willis McGahey and be done, right? You can get in a car accident and be done for life, right? Not dead, but literally mm. done. You can't, this is your job, this is your high paying job. So for me, man, you know, in my instance, I believe my earning potential is gonna continue to go up. Mm. I don't care what's going on, right? Um, I think I haven't haven't hit my prime, right? I'm not an athlete, although I should have been. You know what I mean? Shout out my dog, Remy. He's going to try to give me a 10-day with the Celtics. Um, But, you know what I'm saying? I need need a 10-day, dog. That's it. I don't ask for much, bro. Just a shot. Just an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm fucking need. (laughs) But for me, I genuinely believe my income is going to continue to go up, right? My earning potential goes up because I believe I'm getting smarter, my community is mm. getting bigger, right? And my my opportunities are getting better, right? And so for me, I believe I am going to make more money a year from now in the next five years from now, 10 years from now, right? And so, you know, one thing my wife and I say is, I don't know if we could afford that. And I'm like, wait, what you mean? You know, we, well, she was like, well, you know, and my wife, ain't gonna hold you. She grew up with a bag, right? Her grandfather mm-hmm. started an amazing black-owned company, shout out Luster Products, the oldest black yeah. hair-owned 
black company in America, right? So, you know what I'm saying? Any black person, I, you know, and this ain't no motherfucking Biden. This ain't no Biden coming on black uh, on the breakfast club <laughs> talking about, if you won't vote for me, you ain't black. Nah, I will actually say if you don't use Luster's pink oil in your hair, if at no point in your life you ever did it, you are honestly not black. And I'm pulling your card. Tell him Ross Max said it. <laughs> But what I'll say is she be like, well, you know, my dad always tell me, you know, he's seen so many of his peers, you know, have it and then lose it. So her thing is, as easy as you get it, you can lose it. And I don't disagree with her. And therefore, it is a, it is a fucking very, it's a delicate point. It's fragile than a motherfucker. Kind of like you, Cope, when, uh, when you get on the field and them <laughs> boys be hoeing you. Uh, Cole fragile, but he's still, I don't know how he's been in the league this long because I know him from, from when we was at Penn, you know what I'm saying, and them, and them little track kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Roller B-roll, I'm laying out somebody. No. I'm capping, I'm capping. But no, so that being said, it is very delicate because at the same time, right, you want to make sure your savings is stacked. You want to make sure your inv investments are stacked, right? Uh, before I go out and buy a Ferrari, a Lamborghini. Could I go buy one of those right now? Yes. Would I be mad than a motherfucker when that $3,000 per month car note come? <laughs> mad than a motherfucker, right? So I think the greatest art of it is saying, okay, this is what I want to purchase. Whether it's a new house, a new car, a new Rolex, a new anything. Or go on a luxury trip, right? Buy bottles, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think one of the best things to do is say, if that's the cost of this item, how can I in turn... Increase my income, or better yet, and I know Cope is going to really attest to this because he is a real estate investor, right? But how can I now have some type of income coming in residually, right, that will now pay that bill? And I think that's the only art form. So if I got a motherfucking Bentley that's, uh, I don't know, uh, $1,700, $1,800 car note, how can I get $1,800 of income from one of my rental properties, right? And I think mm. that's one interesting way to look at it, right? But that's not saying, like, if you end up, you know, your tenant default and not paying you and you got to kick them out, take you four months to find a new tenant, and now you on the hold for, what's that, uh, $7,200, four months on $1,800? My math be crazy, yeah. right? You you got CTE, your math don't work that, that good. Boy got that, but that, that, that <laughs> but that if that's the case, then you, if you hurt, then you got to look at it differently. But I'm going to take a step back because I, I think that this shit is delicate, bro. Because I'll be sitting back like, bro, I want to. Like, I went to the Roly store. Mm. I want to get I want to get a a, a, a a diamond bezel presidential Roly. Factory set. No buzz down. Factory set diamond bezel, right? That motherfucker going to hit you. Over 60. And I'm like, can I get it? Yeah. Should I get it? Should I get it? Ooh. Hell no, nah, blood. Hold on, Just God. Just because you could, don't mean you should. So that I'm being said, that Cole, you, I'm a, but that's a great quote right there. I'm, that's that's a great quote right there. You know, it's it's layers and it's levels to this thing, man. And, and, and me, you know me. I don't see things in black and white. I see the colors, right? Mm -hmm. The there's a few things that that you touched on, right? One, it's amazing, amazing. To have a partner in life, a spouse, wife, for you, wife for me, who can keep you in check, right? Facts. Most of us, you would assume that an athlete's wife would be out here swiping the card. Oh, bro. Right? right? You would assume 
your wife who grew up family mm -hmm. owning a company would be out here just swiping the card, right? But having a humbleness and a and an intellect about yourself to understand enough, whoa, 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 like these things are fleeting to a certain extent. This is material. Can we afford this? If both of us were kind of hey, let's splurge, hey, let's allow this lifestyle creep to go, right? Then it, it would be over, right? That's oh, the quickest way to 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 being in debt and being out of the current financial situations that we're in. So I think that one, that's beautiful, right? Having that partner in crime. Two, the toughest thing for me, and you touched on how us as a culture, as people, right? A lot of times we have to show we, we feel like in order to prove our worth and our value, we got to show it, right? And it's one of the reasons why, one, I I couldn't afford J's growing up. We didn't get J's. So, like, I got some J's now, I will admit. I got some J's now, but that's as of a pandemic thing, literally. That's as of a pandemic thing. Uh, I would never wear J's in front of kids and in front of other uh, people when I went to speak because I didn't want kids to think that that was a sign of success, right? I didn't want them taking a couple hundred bucks and buying J's as opposed to thinking about the other necessities that they needed at the time, right? Or investing in themselves and things like that. And that, for me, that was like a more of a, let me make sure my messaging and my branding is on point because I know that these little kids that I'm going to talk to in this classroom are looking at me as the example. So they're mm -hmm. going to want to be like me. Okay. Coke got on this shiny chain. Coke got on this, right? Like, you know, we, we, we talk about that stuff all the time. Right. So that's, but, but money, music, culture, you know how we do, right? It brings mm -hmm. me to one of my favorite artists, J Cole, his song cost mm -hmm. me a lot, cost me a lot. Right. Mm-hmm. Because the reason why we wear some of these things, I think, are also deeper than trying to show our value, right? It's also because our ego is bruised, and I think he he touch, touches on that here. And this this thing, reading it, is is pretty pretty powerful. So he says, because how I'm supposed to shine without the proper bling? Remember when I did a show with Waka Flock of Flame? Felt naked because the boy rocked about a thousand chains. Guess we rock a lot of ice because we got a lot of pain. Hmm. That's from 500 years of swelling. I'm trying to tell him Jacob the jeweler is cooler now that he a felon, right? That's from 500 years of swelling, right? We rock a lot of ice because we got a lot of pain, right? Our egos are bruised. And so I think that, you know, one of the things that I will go ahead and say is like in trying to avoid a lifestyle creep, I try to make sure that I avoid things that are more egotistical or more of like, I want to show you that I got money. I want to show you that I made it as opposed to like, no, this is something that Brandon Copeland genuinely wants to buy. Right. Wifey and I, for example, real life example, wife and I are debating buying a truck on mm -hmm. the business, uh, on the business, over 7,000 pounds on the business. Just go ahead and put it one Sounds more time, like a just in case on the business. Right. But still, just the fact of putting money into something, and, and you brought up such a great point, like, okay, well, let's go make sure we got an asset, flip a home or flip two homes and make sure we can pay for it, right? But ultimately, it's for us, it's a discomfortable battle because it's like, hold on, like, are we doing this? Are we acting out of character? What are we doing this for? What, why are we buying this, right? And so I think that to avoid a lifestyle creep and to ensure that your purchases are for you and you only, 
right? You got to really sit down and marinate on those purchases. Mm-hmm. I think the, in order to avoid a lifestyle creep, you got to av- avoid impulse buys. Them Jays, I bought an impulse. I bought because we were in a pandemic, New England Patriots, training camp, in the hotel. I was Bro, on Jays is not lifestyle creep for you. Jays is not lifestyle creep. I, I, I do admit that. Jays is not lifestyle creep. But those for me were impulse purchase and impulse buy. Right. That's it was me at the time. I'm bored in a hotel. Boom, 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 boom. Let me just do something. Make myself feel good today. Right. And I like my shit. Right. These are some fly knits. These some shits. These, they kind of they, they dope. Right. But more importantly, I think in order to avoid lifestyle creep, we all have to sit and soak in on our decisions and just ensure that the purchases that we're making, like you with the Rolex. Right. Like you want the Rolex. Mm-hmm. Or do you want the Rolex to stone on other people? If you want the Rolex to stone on other people, it's bullshit. 1, I'm going to go ahead and say that, right? If you want the Rolex because this is what Ross Mack has worked hard for and he wants it and he feels better when he puts it on his wrist and he looks in the mirror and it's going to make him go a little harder for the next thing, I'm all for that. I'm with mm-hmm. that. And you deserve that. And so the biggest battle that I have with lifestyle creep is like, what is the difference between... Staying true to who you are and who you were, right? Now, I'm the same guy that was back then versus like, nah, bitch, I done been working so that I can do this and I can have a bigger home. I can have this. I can have this. And this is my norm now, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the toughest thing about a lifestyle creep. And especially for, I'll say for me as an athlete, right? Like, you, you've, you're an entrepreneur, right? I'm an entrepreneur as well, too. But like, my bread and butter, my primary has always been athlete right that doesn't last forever so i've always been a (laughs) getting trucked we're not in person let's do let them know how you get your money you are a professional oh they go cope just run through him getting trucked but keep going (laughs) it's funny i saw marlon humphrey was talking about the madden uh trailer it had him getting trucked by like derrick henry or something and he he tweeted at them like i'm a suit (laughs) <laughs> they changed oh. up the trailer. <laughs> they changed up the trailer to give him making him getting him to make a tackle. He said that's better, but I'm still gonna sue your asses. That's hilarious. <laughs> but uh how do you avoid again, lifestyle creep is such a uh interesting conversation or thought because it's like you are working hard to grow your lifestyle, right? Mm-hmm. Like, if everything was perfect already without ambition and just wanting to do certain right. things, you would just sit and chill. So I got Go I got a way to think of it. Let's give people because what we're talking about is very subjective, right? Mm, yep. So I think if I'm listening to this and I'm talking and I hear these guys saying they make decent money and I don't necessarily make decent money, what? how do I afford lifestyle creep, right? Let's give people a, a, a blueprint because well, a professional on, athlete talking I'm, I'm about lifestyle creep. I'm, I'm going to let you go. Okay. I'm going to let you go, Skip. I'm going to let you go. But lifestyle creep is relative. Everything's relative. It's subjective, like you said, is is relative. But like your lifestyle creep could be, yo, I went from like oodles and noodles to shit. Now we got the spam sandwiches with the jelly on it. You know nah, what I'm saying? Like nah. you probably don't know about that. It's spam sandwich. Lifestyle so boy, creep from oodles and noodles would be being able to eat Chick Fil A or something, right? Red Lobster, ooh, right? I get it. Or, or buying buying salmon, right, or whatever, right? So I mean, at the end of the day, the root of this. It, it it stems from slavery. It stems from being like black people, our community. It stems from 
not having access to so many different resources that once we get a little bit of money, we have to prove, right, that we have our money, right? And I think, and you you quoted J. Cole, right? And so I'm going to have to quote my, oh, well. my cousin Kanye, right? And this is one of his best verses because he also did it on Def Poetry Dram. Um, and I'm sure everybody mm. saw this on the Kanye documentary, but he's like, man, I'm so self-conscious. That's why you always see me with at least one of my watches. Roly and Pashas then drove me crazy. I can't even pronounce nothing. Past that Versace. Then I spent 400 hey. bucks on this just to be yeah. up, just to be like, nigga, you ain't up on this. And I can't even go to the grocery store without some ones that's clean and a shirt with a team and a scene. We live in the American dream. The people highest up got the lowest self-esteem. The prettiest people do the ugliest things for the road to riches and diamond rings. So I'm going to stop there, right? Mm. Because at the end of the day, and you said something, right? I think the greatest watch ever made is the Apple Watch. Mine on the charger. Hey, The greatest watch ever made is the Apple Watch. And... The reason I say that is because, but it's not a, it's not a staple piece. It is not a social statement, right? We live in a world where if you're not flexing, you don't have it, right? And so when I got my Roly, I felt like I made it, right? You know what I mean? It gave me a status symbol, it felt like. And so what I would say to that, and I, I want to say Jay-Z said something a minute ago. He's like, you shouldn't really buy none unless you can buy it three times over. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to even take a step and just talk about, you know, because everything is relative. But I think that if we could give people a blueprint, right? And we talked about this when it, on one of our episodes when it's talking about budgeting. I think that you should make truly luxury purchases until you have a fully funded emergency fund. And in that case, that's mm-hmm. at least six months of all your necessary expenses. And if you got more than that, right, if you got six months of your necessary expenses in order to survive, right, if you were to lose your job, and in your actual bank account, you could cover how much is gonna, how much you need for food, how much you need for your rent, whether it's gas, fuel, to go search for another job, your your insurance, right, as well as utility bills, etc. So if you at least got six months of that, and you still got some investing, right, you got um, your 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 retirement accounts and brokerage, and maybe a little crypto. I think at that moment you can now start to saying to yourself, I could afford true luxury items, right? And I think that as we think about this, right? So I think for me, that's the blueprint, right? It's like, and in my mind, yeah. when it comes to a big purchase, I shouldn't purchase this I unless say, I can a buy it. item? In, in your mind, like, is that like a belt, a shoes, a car, home, or like everything's relative to it? Everything's okay, relative, gotcha. right? Because if you're a person that's used to, and I told you, when I would go to the club with my girlfriend, who's now my wife, she would mm. come to New York. New York drinks hot in the motherfucker. She used to tell Ooh. me, I only like Flavor Ciroc. I'd be like, all right, I'll get you Flavor Ciroc. When we first was, you know, got back dating type vibes. We used to date in high school. So when, so we used to, you know what I'm saying? So Flavor Ciroc. Oh, let me get a piece of Ciroc. Boom. $18. Let me get a Henny and splash of uh, 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 pineapple whatever. Oh, all right. Eight, I'm looking at a $40 bill each time I go to the thing, right? After spending $40, $50 on an Uber. So I'm like, God damn. Not no telling if I had to pay to get in. So each time I go out, it's two, three hundred dollars. Now, mm. luxury creep for me is if I go out with my wife, I'ma just buy us. I don't need to buy no crazy thing. Cause it's just me and her. I'll get us a bottle of champagne, right? Two fifty, three hundred. And in my mind, it works better. I got real estate. We chilling, right? But 
Mm. How I'm able to say that is my bank account looks different than it did when I was a young 23-year-old, I mean 24, 25-year-old, right? And so I think Luxury Creep, at the end of the day, what you're saying to yourself is this. My lifestyle increases as my income increases, but I don't want, it should not be lockstep. So if mm. I was living, I so it shouldn't be linear, yeah. right? If I was making $100, if I was making, right, $50,000 and I was spending, you know, if I was making $60,000 and I was spending $10,000 on luxury shit, the next year if I make seventy dollars or uh, 120000 I, I don't know if I'm going to be spending 20000 In my mind, it shouldn't be necessarily lockstep. And the reason I'm saying that is because if you are comfortable living beyond below your means, right, it shouldn't be that different of a, a a jump for you, right? And and that's the thing. You don't want it to be too extreme, right? I, if I instantly get a job a, a increase and they pay me an extra $30,000, that doesn't mean in my mind I should now go spend an extra $30,000 $30, on discretionary 000. items. Mm. And that's what I mean by, you know, linear lockstep. <laughs> and I funny. think that when it's all yeah. said and done, when you start thinking about, you know, the, what's it called? Luxury creep? Lifestyle creep. Lifestyle creep. So when you start thinking about it that way. This here lifestyle. Shout out that boy, man. So at the end of the day for me, man, it's like know what you're doing this for, right? And I think, Cope, you got a crazy saying, and I don't even want to butcher it, so I'm going to let you say it. But like live your own truth. Live within your means because when it's all said and done, live like there's no – you got to – what yeah, is know it? thyself to create wealth and live like you're not about to get a paycheck tomorrow or I don't spend money until it's in the bank, things like that. Um, exactly. And so at the end of the day, man, look, if you're trying to figure out at what point in time could I buy this luxury watch, right? The watch costs $10,000. In my mind, do you got $30,000 in discretionary income? That might be how I look at it. Right, yeah. because at the end of the day, when you make a big purchase, and so many people, and I hate this saying, right? Um, you know, fake it till you make it. So you'll have that person who's, and and even Steve Harvey, real rich ass, said that he's like, I believe everybody should 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 take a Get flight first class. and and sit in first class, so you know what it feel like. And I guarantee you, don't never want to sit back and coast. So you gonna work harder, so you do that. You know what I mean? Everybody ain't gonna is not a, a comedian or a great actor or a TV personality, etc. And so at the end of the day, for me, before I'm truly doing the first class, right? It's like, all right, how do I get to first class, right? What do I need to do to change in my lifestyle to make more money and spend less money? Because I tell you, at the end of the day, you make more money by either getting a raise, having a side hustle, right? Or making investments, or two, spending less. And so if it's double triple what your normal coach sheet would be and you haven't found a way to increase your income i don't think you should be fine first class yet right and i think that mm. your lifestyle creep is really contingent on you being in a position to have multiple Afford streams passive. of income yeah. right and i think that once you have a new liability that you take in a car note right i mean i would you know, certain stuff, yeah. you buy cash, right? Jordans, you ain't swiping a credit card. If you do, you're paying it right yeah, off, right. right? I would never say go in debt for certain luxury items, <laughs> right? Um, but I think that if, if right, and we're talking about um, a blueprint. So the blueprint, certain big luxury items, see if you could buy it three times. Make Before you do certain stuff in terms of just the minimal lifestyle creep, make sure you got that fully funded emergency fund. And then uh, I would say number three, 
is have a new asset where that's going to be residual income that would then pay that bill. So if my car note $1,000, how am I seeing an extra $1,000 per month coming in? Oh, wow. Mm. Is it because I'm, you know, I'm getting paid on uh, from TikTok or if I'm doing, if I'm walking a dog, or if I'm Ubering this or, um, or I got, or I bought a car and I put it on tour roll, right? Or, you know what I mean? Like, or if I'm Airbnb and yeah. a Cree about, right? Like when you start thinking about it, look at it from that angle, I would say. You, you hit all of the marks that I would have hit. I think that, like you said, I think when you make it interesting to challenge yourself to be able to afford it, and you also just reminded me, you know, and that's why I love this show. I think that, that a lot of the things we're sharing, we're doing ourselves, right? And we're actively speaking. We're not talking about some hearsay and all that stuff. It's like, like you just brought up the fact of, oh, you know, have an asset to pay for it. And I've been thinking about this truck and I'm like, yeah, like that's been my, my goal this entire time. The reason why I started learning about flips is because I was like, that's going to fund my life. Eventually when my kids need to go to school, all right, well, let's do, let me do two flips and that'll pay for a year and a half worth of tuition if we do big enough flips, right? Like, mm. boom, I need vacation and then I need a mortgage paid for and this, this, cool. All right, let's go find a flip to do it, right? Like, and you just, it's fun now because- yeah. You just challenged me to say, you want the shit, go pay for it. It ain't a creep if you done gone and paid for it 10 times over with your your brain, right? And I yep. think that that's one of the, the great things uh, about it. It's funny because uh, I think growing up and also just even now, right, like I, I would hate to be paying for something through giving more time in my life towards rolling up my sleeves and working in a sweat equity way, right? Mm. That's how a lot of us have to do it. And that's how most of us have to do it. But I think in terms of trying to really elevate and separate yourself, and this might be hard for some to hear, but I want you to make, I want to make sure you hear it, right? In order to really separate and enjoy the things that you're actually purchasing you got to find a way to separate from sweat equity and get to that passive income phase, right? That phase where you can scale. That's what people, when businesses are talking about scaling and volume, yes, they're talking about growing and all that stuff, but they're also talking about how do we do this easier? How do we make the same amount of money more efficiently? How do we make the same amount of money Thanks. with less work on our end? And Thanks. that to me is the key in lifestyle creep and that is why the challenge of going out and going ahead and and flipping a home or creating another passive income stream to pay for the truck or to pay for insert whatever it is that you want to purchase there right that's the beautiful thing but that is also the art form and that's what we're here to do and here to share about and shine light on and and i just want to make sure that i emphasize that because you know, my, my grandfather always said this. Shout out to granddad, Roy Hilton. His nickname was Killer. Yeah, that's that's some real shit right there. Nickname was Killer. Ain't that, that's some crazy shit. Mississippi. That's hard. Um, NFL player, 11 years, my hero. You know, we'll, 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 we'll talk about our heroes later in a different episode. But one of the things he used to always say is, is my brother, my brother and I used to fight all the time growing up. And now... Lo and behold, we're business partners. <laughs> so you imagine how many fights we have over business, but it's it's awesome because I know he'll tell me no, right? But we and used to I say, think your brother beat you up. What's up, man? 
anyway. Shout out Chad. Money I think Chad could take you right now. I ain't gonna hold. Shout, shout out to Chad. Don't listen to it. Don't don't allow Ross Mack to to uh you know ruin ruin our our. I'm on my Gilbert our, Arenas. Our friendship. <laughs> ruin our brotherhood. <laughs> yeah. I'm in this motherfucker. I bet, I bet y'all ain't gonna scrap <laughs> next time y'all <laughs> see each other. See if he still got. It. Um. But but one of the most powerful lessons I ever had in my life, and I actually mentioned it, we, I had to speak at his funeral. Uh, I spoke at my grandfather's funeral. I didn't have to. I, I got the opportunity to do so. And um, one of the things he always said that stuck with me, I was like 13, got kicked out of the house for literally like 24 hours for me and my brother fighting. And one of the things he said, he was like, God didn't put Chad on this earth to please you. And I was like, ooh. You know, that's younger brother. For all those older siblings out there, you like, hold up, like, I mean, he used to go, if I asked him to go get something, he'd get it. He wouldn't say no. If I asked him to do whatever, he'd get it. You know, he used to never beat me on the video games. Now he beat my ass, you know? And, and but listening to that, God didn't put him on this earth to please you, right? And it just took me into a whole different realm of like, yo, like, I am not here to please. And, and he said, like, the same way God didn't put you on this earth to please me. Right. God didn't put Ross on this earth to please an employer or to please this person or to please your wife or to please anybody else. Right. Like, yeah, those things are nice and natural things that happen as a result of you naturally being you. However, that is not your end goal and end purpose. So the the way I wrap this whole thing up, because I know you're like, what the fuck is Cope landing this plane? Where the hell is he going? If you're in doing things and purchasing right things. Now. Right. If you're doing things and purchasing things for those lifestyle creep, right, you want to be able to make sure that you actually have the time to enjoy them. Mm. Right. You don't want to necessarily be purchasing things that you have to. You've just purchased something that now I got to work double time to be able to afford. And so now I'm continually to climb the ladder. But it's really I'm just climbing the ladder because I'm growing my expense sheet over here. So I'm really working backwards. So you got to find the real cheat code here is finding ways to unlock those passive income streams and those and that cash flow that will pay for those luxury lifestyle creeps that allow you to actually enjoy them, that allow you to actually flex. And, and that's the real flex. Right. Mm -hmm. So I hope for everybody out here. Listen, I hope I just landed that plane. I hope it's safe. I hope you I all got your seatbelts on. But but that's what that's that's how I wanted to bring that around here. We are here to enjoy these things and the spoils and the fruits of our labor, not to work to pay them off for our entire life. And that is the true thing that I think you want to avoid when it comes to lifestyle creep. And that's how, you know, if you look at your balance sheet, whoa, 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 like I like this and I wanted this. But now it's got me working overtime. It's got me working a second job just to afford it. Mm. Is that what I'm really trying to do? Is it really that valuable to me? And that's how you make sure that you keep that that balance in check. It's another oh. great episode, ladies and gentlemen. You already know what to do. Make sure you like and subscribe. Tell your auntie, your cousins, definitely to go share with your cousins. Tell them, look, subscribe to Money Music Culture. And to that bouncer that wouldn't let you in because you ain't want to slip them that mm. 10. You know what I mean? To that girl that gave you that fake number at the club. Next time you see her, make sure you tell her, man, go listen to Money Music Culture. And ladies. <laughs> To that scrub of a boyfriend, you know what I mean, that was making you uh, split on the on all them dates, share this with mm. him. Until next week, let's get it.